Good afternoon. Pat Zemer here with MagnaWave coming to you on Facebook, YouTube, the International Resources, CastBox. We're glad to be here. Hazel's with us this morning. Uh, so we got a lot of things to talk about. If you have a question that you would like to have me approach, just um, put it in the, in the chat box and I will get to it. We'll answer the questions, whatever it may be. If you'd like to talk with me, if you have a question that you'd like to discuss, and you know I like to do that because we can go deeper into the questions and answers. I had someone ask the question this morning in the certified group about treating racehorses. If anyone had any thoughts on that, and I sent them a note, come into office hours and give me a call and let's talk about treating uh, racehorses if that's what you'd like to talk about. So the number is 502-414-3436. Just send me a text to that number with your question and I will certainly uh, give you a call right back and we can discuss it. As I said, Hazel's with us this morning. Let's see who we got with us this morning. Uh, got a Facebook user. Hi, everyone. Tracy's with us. Hi, Tracy. Uh, Katie is with us. Good morning. And Wendy's with us also from New Jersey. So we're starting to build some uh, viewers now. We're up to uh, around 20, 25 different viewers, uh, just a couple of minutes into the broadcast. So again, if you have questions, uh, send me a text, 502-414-3436. Put it in the uh, chat box and I'll answer it. You can put it on YouTube or Facebook and I will receive uh, the questions as well. Hi, Sandy's with us. Jim and Sherry are with us. Kim's with us this morning. Jim's with us also. So uh, thanks for being with us. And I, as I said, post your questions. Elizabeth got this text from a uh, customer. Demi is having a bad re, uh, reaction to rejuvenate shot. Rejuvenate. I got the speech thing going on this morning. Anyway, regimate shot. Uh, can you magnawave her to see if it will loosen up her neck? And uh, she can't bend her neck at all. And the vet, uh, the vet thought that it would be okay and that it might help. So uh, certainly the question is, can you do that? And they were talking about the LZR as well. You could certainly use the LZR uh, down the neckline to help free things up and comfort the animal. But certainly uh, after a shot, sometimes stiffness does occur. Sometimes there's some swelling at the shot at the injection point, And you want to go there and treat and just kind of loosen everything up. So more certainly would be in a situation that you could deal with with the MagnaWave. You could use the large wave wings and kind of put them over the whole neck and treat it from both sides. You could use the butterfly and kind of slowly move down the neck in a comfortable fashion. Using the butterfly, you may be able to see exactly where the sensitivity is because you'll get more movement in that particular area, or you could use the large loop and come up and down the neck as well. Uh, I would treat into the shoulder area if you're going to do that. Certainly a whole body treatment if you have the time and it's it's warranted to the customer, but uh, to treat the neck and come down into the shoulder shoulder area would certainly, and the, and the withers would be a good way to approach. Uh, approach uh, that type of situation. Kim asked the question, brain tap versus LZR combined with MagdaWay for severe anxiety. Please share results. Well, the brain tap certainly is a device that you wear with lights and sound uh, that offers guided meditation that we have available to our practitioners and to our customers. It's also in the uh, Vivify 
uh, clinic, and uh, but it works very well. Combined with LZR for anxiety, I know that a lot of folks do, and the LZR is an FDA cleared device that can be used for heat and light therapy. And the way a lot of folks will use that, uh, and this is kind of also holds true with the brain tap. The brain tap has lights on the ears to get into the ear and, and uh, the various parts that need to be uh, approached for relaxation and cognitive paying attention, basically. And then it has lights in the face cover plate of the eyes that if you're using the, the anxiety or the depression programs, you can certainly get the light therapy and the sound uh, with, the, uh, with the brain tap. Now the LZR, the way a lot of folks use that for anxiety is they'll take the, the pad and they'll put it right on their forehead and they'll do that for 30 seconds and then they'll put it on each ear, making sure there's no obstruction, no hair over the ear, put the light on each ear for 15 to 20 seconds. And those who suffer from anxiety, PTSD, uh, get very good results in relaxation utilizing the LZR in that fashion or the brain tap. Certainly the MagnaWave has been shown to be very relaxing to the body if you're using it just for relaxation purposes and that type of thing. So to apply that to the back, lower back, over the shoulders, over the head in conjunction with the LZR or the brain tap is a very good way to get some accentuated results when you're dealing with anxiety types of situations. So certainly to use these in complement, uh, people I've read where folks have used it, a lot of dogs. In fact, our little dog has anxiety issues. And we took her to a Chinese medicine vet who talks about doing acupuncture and various things uh, with her. And we did that. And it's the typical situation. We didn't Tootsie wasn't doing anything that we thought was a problem uh, that, that she was having other than anxiety. She's, she's very timid and uh, the vet was doing um, light therapy on her and we used the MagnaWave on her at that time and we thought, gee, we need to do this more often. And her anxiety levels have increased. When I take her out for a walk in the morning, uh, we walk out in front of our place and around a big circle that we have and typically she would follow me. She would be right at my heels. In fact, if it was a little dark, I wouldn't know where she was kind of looking behind me because she's right on our heels. Since we've started doing that and utilizing the light therapy and the MagnaWave, she now runs ahead and she wants to be the leader of the pack. So it's really helping her anxiety. She's not a yip-yip. She doesn't bark all the time, but she did bark when someone would come into the house as kind of a uh, anxiety type of re reaction potentially. That has decreased. She still likes to greet the folks who come in, but if she doesn't continue. She'll uh, bark for a couple, two or three times. Put, they'll put the hand down. We'll tell her to, to Tootsie, it's okay. And she relaxes. But in the past, when she, she would not want them to be in the room with her. And so uh, we're finding that in conjunction, these things can work very well together. So again, if you have any questions, uh, simply post them and we will certainly answer them. Uh, let me have a look here and see if we've had anybody uh, come. In. Let's see. Uh, messages, no new messages at this point. So if you'd like to talk with me, it's 502-414-3436, and I will certainly uh, give you a call back. Uh, Sue has a question. I believe this is the racehorse question. Let me give her a call here and see if we can get her on the line. 
Pat. Hey, Sue, how are you? I'm doing well. Great. I've got a client that she uses her horses for for jumping, okay? She okay. does big jumping shows. And she has a horse that just had surgery yesterday to where they put a screw in a cyst on her long pasture and located right underneath the fentlock joint. Okay. The purpose that they told her was of the screw going in there is so that the bone could grow around the screw. Okay. And I'm, the vet has given me permission to start magnawaving the horse 14 days from yesterday. He wants the sutures to be removed before I start magnawaving. And I'm trying to find out if anybody has dealt with this, heard about it, dealt with it, to give me an idea of what the protocol should be on the treatment other than, you know, the whole body and kind of focusing on that fetlock area. I, I would certainly focus on that area of the body, on the fetlock area where, they're, where they put the screw in for the bone to grow over to provide additional strength, bone strength and, and so forth, and, and support to the animal. Uh, the 14 days, we follow that, kind of have followed that recommendation on breaks, uh, fractures, so they get to heal, begin healing properly. And that's what he's talking about. He wants the sutures and uh, to be removed first, and that's fine. You want to follow the vet's procedures and what that particular vet prescribes or directs you to do for that animal. 14 days is not going to be an issue. Wait the 14 days and begin to treat. The treatment that I would recommend would be on a moderate setting because you want to keep it comfortable. And I would do it uh, right on the area. And certainly you want to change the attachment and change the intensity as you do it. But I would do it on a, a moderately medium uh, type of setting on that area for 10 to 12 minutes. Uh, you could do that a couple of times a day to start out to help the inflammation that will be there and to help the growth to continue and the strength of the bone. And so that would be because you're going to you're going to flood the area with good blood flow and good oxygenated blood. And so that's super. And then certainly occasionally through that process, if you, I don't know how often you will treat it, but you want to do the full body session so you get good overall blood flow and oxygenated blood to the entire body and also to that area of injury. But uh, don't worry about the screw itself. That should typically never causes a problem uh, with regard to any heat or anything like that. You're not going to loosen it or anything like that. It's just going to help the bone as it does its process of going around and over the screw. Does that help? Yeah. Um, the thing on the setting is I have a semi five machine that, that I use. Okay. So when you say moderate, are you saying, cause I only have five settings. On this, on the semi five, I would start at like three for the first couple of treatments. And then I'd go ahead and go to five and, and vacillate between four and five, you know, maybe every third treatment, come back to four and then treat it on five or during the treatment. If you're going to do it, let's say for 15 minutes for conversation's sake, do uh, five to seven minutes on four, go to five. And in that type situation, because you're in an area where there's not a lot of tissue that we're dealing with, you can go higher. That's what I would do with the semi-five. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you very much. Nice talking Thanks, with you. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. You have a great day. Bye-bye. Uh -huh. Bye-bye.
Okay, very good question from Sue. Appreciate that. If you have a question, you want to talk to me, it's 502-414-3436. Just send a text and I will get right back to you. Let's see if there's anything else in the uh, box. Uh, need to get a hold of Katie needs to get a hold of me. She'll PM me later. Not a problem. Leilani's with us in MagnaWave and CBD together. It's amazing using it right now for thunderstorms here in South Carolina. And that's what Leilani's talking about using CBD as a relaxant, CBD to calm uh, the animal from the anxiety. And certainly, and that's a great idea. We used to do that with our previous uh, dog, Leilani, uh, who got, had suffered horribly. Uh, it, I'll tell you the whole story, but suffered horribly when the when the thunderstorms were in the area, the dog would just be gone and we'd have to figure out it had, it had places it would go to hide. And that goes back to a previous home that a tree fell on. That's a whole story. But we were in Chicago um, at the, uh, which, where were we at Chicago? I can't remember which show facility uh, we were at, but at any rate, it'll come to me in a second. But uh, we were in Chicago. She needed to be groomed. It was the 4th of July weekend. We took her to the veteran, to, to the uh, groomer. They were grooming her and, uh, and right, they were right located right by a park and people were firing fireworks all day long in the park. It changed the dog forever. She was frantic at the popping noise of fireworks. And I know a lot of dogs are like that and have those types of issues, but that's when it started on Zoe and that's what we did. And we used, as Leilani's talking about, we use uh, CBD with her. Uh, we would put it on her food, put it on a, on a treat uh, in a dropper form and just give her a couple of drops. And uh, she was very good. And certainly we magnified her to help her anxiety and to calm her. Great co uh, comment, Leilani. I appreciate that very much. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sue says, thanks. Okay. Let's see if there's any other questions. Um, nope, no other questions at this point. So if you have a question, just put it in the, in the chat box and I will certainly uh, get to it and uh, answer your questions. Uh, looking to see, Michelle asked the question, looking to see if anyone has experience with a mare. Um, let's see. With a mare, the owners tried to breed, but it didn't take. Now she has a greenish, yellowish discharge. Owner's vet saw the mare and did not seem concerned, but thought MagnaWave may benefit her. And the question was, what, what about that? Well, certainly uh, there's something going on there with causing the discharge. And what you want to do is you want good, positive energy in the body. You want good blood flow into the area. So you want to have that. So I would treat the area itself and, and uh, just with, again, good energy production, good blood flow, good oxygenation to help clear up whatever is causing that. The vet is right on, certainly to, to get put good positive energy and blood flow to any situation like that uh, is not an issue. Now, if they were concerned that it was bleeding or something as a result, you don't want to do anything to have it bleed or to keep the bleeding from stopping. But uh, in this case, there's, it's like an infection, if you will, and we want to clean things up, get it into the lymphatic system, help things get back to normal uh, more readily. And I think the, the vet's thought and the practitioner's uh, thought would be a, a good way to approach that uh, type of situation. So if, again, have any questions, let me know. Nikki asked the question, does anyone know of a laser that does the same thing that PEMF does for the body? A friend was just told by his vet, consulted her about the horse's hoof problem. 
I am totally unfamiliar with any type of laser, not the LZR. That is something I do use regularly, but I know that this is not what the vet is referring to. Well, you know, there's a, there's some good questions when it comes to what the vet is talking to with regard to lasers. Uh, lasers are light emitting diodes that creates a laser type of beam. Now there are class three lasers, uh, class one lasers, but class three lasers are what were prolific in the equine world and veterinary world for years. Then the class four lasers started coming around about the same time, 2007, 2008, and we started with the MagnaWave. People started wanting quicker results. They wanted instant gratification. The class four lasers would bring that uh, to the table for them and let them close wounds and treat areas, do acupuncture points, all of which the MagnaWave can do as well, can help with the healing process in, on those types of wounds and stimulate uh, acupuncture points. But so the, the veterinarian is familiar with laser and he's talking about laser to use. He or she is talking about laser to use with a particular uh, hoof problem. The challenge quite often with lasers is they don't readily penetrate bone. And, and so you need to be in the soft tissue. You need to be stimulating the acupuncture point and approaching it from that type situation. Now, the red light therapy, like the LZR, in many cases, you're going to get similar results that you would receive with a laser. It's just not a pinpoint type of device. And it is, it is not as uh, dangerous as a laser with regard to eye. You, you know, if you're around a laser, you want to make sure you wear the glasses. You don't want to get the laser in your eye because it can cause damage. Class four lasers that a lot of people talk about and use uh, need to be, you need to be educated in what they're doing. Uh, they do a very good job and they work very well, but you need to know how to set them, what settings you're on, because they can be made to be in certain situations too strong. You could create a lot of heat that you don't want. You could potentially burn an area. So I'm not, I'm not trying to slam them at all. I'm just simply saying you need to be educated in what you're doing if you have or are working with a class four laser. Class three lasers are slower. You've got longer one minute, two minute type of treatment times. And so they're much easier to use. Results are very similar. I've watched class three lasers. You can almost watch the wound begin to close by using that laser to help things be done in a good, clean fashion. And I've, and I've been, long been a supporter of utilizing in complementary service of MagnaWave and a laser together to, for various uh, indications that people might be discussing. Now, with regard to the LZR on the hoof, you know, you, you, it, it's, it's a light and you can put it on your forehead. For example, we were talking about it, um, and, and as the doctor discussed with us, it will actually project that light beyond the bones to some degree into, into the brain area uh, of the body. And you want to be able to do that. So if you put that on the foot, if you brought the foot up and you were holding it, treating a hoof issue from the bottom, if you will, yes, the, the bone is going to be much more dense and more difficult for the light to go through. But the soft tissue area and the frog and around the, around the hoof, you can get some light through that. Also, much like 
we can talk about putting the laser on your forehead for people with for, for people or issues with PTSD or anxiety or relaxation, whatever they might be, be looking for. You could put that also on the side of the hoof to get some penetration into the hoof with the light. It will actually diffuse, if you will, through the uh, through the bone to a point. Uh, a laser is a little more difficult with that because of the density of the bone and the type of signal that it is. But you can certainly use it in those types of areas with, around the soft tissue and so forth. So that's kind of the question uh, on, on the laser uh, situation. If you have more on that, you'd like to discuss that, simply uh, shoot me a line or get give me a text and I will uh, um, and help you with that. And, um, but so again, the, the um, Let's see. No, that's the owners, the laser friend. So the LZR, the laser, MagnaWave, very beneficial together and can be utilized uh, accordingly as you're doing those types of, of those types of things or types of situations. Um, what does this sign mean? I've seen it used on IG and also the Beamer logo. Let me see if I can look, look at that. That's probably something talking about a waveform. Um, I can see that. That's that's kind of what it what it looks like. Let me see if I there's the sign there. Um, it's probably something to do with waveform. I don't know specifically uh, what that would be, uh, other than they're trying to say MagnaWave. Uh, <laughs> but but there you have it. Um, so good 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 question and a good good. Uh, thoughts on that. What experience have you had with treating a horse with heaves? What's your recommend recommendations? What kind of outcomes are realistic? Every animal is different. You're certainly wanting to relax the animal. You're wanting to get good blood flow, good oxygenation to get to what's causing the issue. And so quite often to just do overall body treatments uh, provides a sense of well-being again, provides good blood flow to the area, allows the body to better do what it will do on its own, and the body will self-heal. The body is a miracle when you cut yourself and you look at it and it heals. You don't have to do anything. It will heal. If, I mean, you got to clean it, but I'm just saying the body is miraculous in the fact that it can heal itself. It will do that. It's not like a broken pipe outside until somebody comes and fixes it. With, with the body, you cut it, something goes wrong, and you make the situation uh, amenable to healing, it will heal itself. And that's what we do a lot is we want to set the body up to be in a position to better heal itself. And, uh, and as somebody pointed out, that's the M we use to say MagnaWave. So there you have it. Um, let's see. What can, what treating or heaves, we did that. So again, good questions. And I hope that uh, will help. You can certainly, as I said, every animal is different. So if you do a full body treatment, you're working on the animal, you're going to, so one animal is going to be receptive, more receptive than another. It could be some vitamin issues, you know, but just the overall generalized health of the animal is, goes a long way to what you can help aid uh, when you're working on the well-being of the animals that you're, that you're treating and dealing with. Let me come back over here and see if anyone is... Uh, Sent any additional messages? Nope. Okay. 502-414-3436. Give me a call and I'll be happy to discuss with you and answer any questions that you have. And uh, let's see, that's the 
only prepared questions I had for today. So let's see if anybody else uh, has anything that they're uh, wanting to have a look at or wanting me to discuss. Uh, I don't see no other questions at this point. Well, I'll be here as long as you have questions. If you have questions for me, I'd be happy to, to address them. If there's a topic that you would like for me to discuss, and you don't have a question specifically, but you'd go, like to go a little deeper into that particular topic, put it in there. And if I can go deeper, I will certainly, uh, I will certainly do that. Um, let's see. Okay. I'm looking to see if what we have uh, coming at us with regard uh, to questions. I'm trying to think. I've had some conversations lately about some uh, what's going on. I will kind of bring you up to date if I can find the article. We have an article that was published. Uh, we're working with a doctor, uh, a cancer center in New York, uh, Dr. Bard, and uh, we're doing some preliminary testing. He's an image. He does a lot of ultrasound imaging, uh, 4D Doppler, so he can really see the vascularization in, in, the, in the ultrasounds that he's doing. So he's able to uh, do an ultrasound. We can do a treatment and come back to another uh, image uh, presentation and we can see the improvement. We can see the decrease in inflammation. We can do that. And so we're starting to work closely with them to do some preliminary studies uh, that we can then move into more uh, regular type of studies and applications going forward. So we're very excited about that. And I uh, was in his office a few weeks ago and, and did some work on his thigh that he's got a torn muscle area. He did some, uh, did an ultrasound on my leg where I uh, uh, pulled and greatly stressed my MCL. And, and I was able to look at it and, and with, the, with the ultrasound in the office. And it was just amazing uh, the things he's uh, working on and, and handling. He's also doing a lot of work with prostate and we were able to discuss that and go into that a little bit with his imaging. And so quite exciting. So we're really uh, working in that area. I'll post that link. I'll get it to, uh, to Emily and the crew and we'll post that link in the practitioner site uh, for and on the MagnaWave corporate site for folks to have a look at that particular at the particular article talking about PEMF and how it's come along over the years and where, what, what we're doing and working on with the various devices. So you may find it uh, interesting and, and uh, beneficial as well. Uh, Hazel asked the question, would the LZR help with a dog that licks legs, paws, possibly to, due to allergies? Have been using HydroWave and Aquaphor and MagnaWave. Well, the LZR, Hazel, would certainly be of additional benefit uh, to that area. You certainly want to make sure you separate the hair so you can get actually to the skin uh, with the LZR. But, but, you know, if it's allergies and you want to get allergies or itching because of inflammation and it's causing the discomfort to the area. So the, the, it, you, you, obviously you're, you're sometimes dealing with a situation that it's hard to get ahead of because what the dog's doing, what's causing the allergy and, and, causing the problem to persist. And so, you know, quite often you treat and the animal's better immediately. You may not see it immediately, but the animal's back outside and whatever it's getting in or getting around to cause the allergies is a tough situation to sometimes get ahead of. But uh, the utilization of the LZR to assist in that process 
uh, could be very beneficial. Uh, Hazel says uh, she is licking the hair off. So that's not a problem. How long? 30 seconds. Yes, I would do that area with the LZR. Uh, for 30 seconds to a minute. Now, you're not, you know that you want to be right on it and the LZR gets warm. And so you might need to do it for 10 seconds, uh, bring it off for five, 10 seconds, put it back on for 10 seconds. You don't have to touch the area. You're just getting the best penetration if you're actually touching the skin or on the area. But in that case where the, where the animal is licking the hair away and to where it's just bare skin, you could be a fraction off of the skin and still get the light into the area to aid uh, with what's going on. Very beneficial to, uh, to do that and certainly in conjunction with the other supplements that you're using. Uh, Hazel's asking these questions uh, on CastBox. Nice that you're there, Hazel. Thank you so much and give it a try and let us know uh, how it works out and, and what's going on. So let's see. Um, Let's see, Vivica says, thank you. I've been using it uh, too uh, in my post, but there have been official meanings since it's an emoji and I wanted to see what the Beamer logo became really curious. Okay, yeah, so that she's talking again about the uh, little M squiggle that is there. Uh, treatment for, uh, Tiffany asked a question, treatment for a hip flexor. Well, you want to, again, you want to make sure the comfort is there and you want to treat the area that they're having the issue. Uh, what I would recommend in that type of situation would, would treat five or six days in a row to try to get ahead of what's going on, to get ahead of the inflammation, get the comfort there, and then treat as often as necessary to maintain that, that type of function. But to treat it once and then come back in a week to treat it again is not a bad thing, and you may get the result that you're looking for, but it's just gonna take longer to get there. So if you can do it re repetitively, even if it's just two or three days initially, do that. Try to be on it. If you can do it once or twice a day for two or three days or four, four days or so, and then treat weekly or bi-weekly, a lot of times you'll see much better result that you're looking for. You know, it's hard sometimes when you're dealing with, with flexor tendons and so forth to get the inflammation out of them and, and flexation and, and where the inflammation goes. We used to talk about that in the very beginning. When, when we would when we would treat the body, we wanted to get everything everything done and, and treated, but we we weren't thinking about the fascia, and so we were treating the area where it was sore. But that fascia, as it goes down to become connective tissue, can have inflammation all the way down to the area of connection. So if you're up here working working the arm here and you're not thinking about the fascia coming up to the shoulder or going down to the elbow you want to be able to treat that whole area. And we accomplish a lot of that when we do full body treatments because we're doing all of that, but we, you know, there's you know, a light going off, you know, whether, you know, the fascia is a covering and a fascia becomes the connective tissue and that inflammation that you're getting, that you're taking care of in the hip, for example, you've got to remember that that, that inflammation can run way down on that fascia to where it becomes a connective issue. And so it's there, you relieve it in the muscle area, but then as soon as you quit, it's going to try to start creeping back up from the elbow back into that area or wherever the situation is. And so that's something that we always want to talk about. You want to make sure that you get enough area covered to relieve what's going on. And when, again, when you're talking about flexor tendons and cartilage and those kind of things, it's harder to get the inflammation out 
but you want to provide the comfort. So be patient and, and do it as often as you can. You'll see an improvement. Sometimes you'll see an improvement immediately. Sometimes it'll take two or three treatments and then you'll see a better range of motion, better flexation. Everything's kind of working, but then you want to stay ahead of it so you can get it you know how animals do. The horses, they're great today. You ride them today and it was a great ride. And you come back tomorrow and they can't walk. And, and they were fine. Well, they weren't fine. It just wasn't bad enough for them to lay down or to, to, to uh, have a problem. And so you want to address it from, from that perspective. And you want to try to stay ahead of those types of situations because they can't tell us. You know, you and I can have an issue not feeling good and we know it's there. We know that it's right here and, and want to do something, do something about it. When I tore my MCL or when I uh, stressed my MCL, I could hardly walk. And every day, today, it's now been, uh, today is Tuesday. So it was four, uh, three weeks yesterday and it, it, it's almost gone. Now I've been going to Vivify and using cryotherapy on it. I've done the, the localized cryo and I've done the hot and cold and I've certainly used the MagnaWave and the LZR. I've done all of that. And uh, I have done some experimenting the last couple of days. Uh, I noticed um, I, I, I did it on, I'm using the uh, uh, Soul Pro and I'm, and when I'm treating it, I'm using the LZR and then I come back and I treat my knee. Actually, the, the, the pull is on the inside, but my pain is at the top now at the top of the kneecap. So obviously, again, as we were talking about uh, how things move and where they're referred to uh, with the fascia and so forth. So it was kind of doing that. So I would use the LZR and the MagnaWave on the top of my knee and then come around to the side where the actual, I gotta get this in the camera, where the actual inflammation was on the inside uh, of my knee. So I used the light and the MagnaWave together. For the last two days, I've been treating the knee with the MagnaWave on about a two or three. Don't even hardly feel it. But my when, when I'm noticing that it, 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 it's working to get at it at that type of setting, and it really is giving me some relief that I think maybe I could have been treating a little heavy a couple of times because, you know, I'm one, one of the people that thinks, boy, if I really feel it, it's doing a job. But that sometimes you just want to be more gentle on the area. And so that's kind of what I've noticed. And as I sit there and I treat it for 10 minutes, I don't, because I'm treating it on two or three, I'm not going a lot longer. I'm using it the same treatment time as I would normally do 10 minutes on that, on that knee. And, and I can, from the first or second minute, all of a sudden, the fifth, sixth, seventh minute, I feel it. I mean, I'm feeling the tingling. I'm feeling the action taking place. And so I'm just gently doing it. And then I'll come back and treat with the, uh, with the LZR. And then certainly I'm using the, uh, uh, Leilani's uh, Gold Wowie uh, roll-on uh, every night. And if it bothers me through the night, the biggest time that I've had the problem with this since I got going was if I'm sitting and my leg is bent, I get up and it's very painful. So I have to walk a few steps and it goes away. I, I figured when I slept, I was sleeping totally prone. And I think that was cause putting some stress on the knee, whether I laid flat or on my side. So I simply raised the back of my bed and it took that pressure 
off of pulling. So that made a huge difference in the in at sleeping time. And then I would I would apply uh, the CBD roll on before I would go to bed and then maybe mid uh, mid night, uh, not midnight, but mid sleep time, I would reapply it. And then again, during the day, if I would need it, but that's been very beneficial to helping the whole, the whole situation as you go. And, and I'm going to need to set it up maybe in the next couple of weeks, we'll get Leilani on here with us and we can talk more in depth about specific applications and how things are used and, uh, with regard to the, to the CBD. So anyway, great, uh, great thoughts. Let's see. Um, Excuse me. Low and slow, Maureen says. That's correct. Uh, how do you know when to treat lower setting and when to turn it up to the highest setting someone can handle? Well, that's a great question. And it, it's, it's really not about ever what they can handle. If someone says, I can take that, I always turn it down. And but in some situations, they're wanting a, a massive amount of energy coming back to the shockwave machines and what they do and how they apply energy to the body. That's what we're wanting to do is get a massive amount of energy to the overall area. I would say with our high voltage, low frequency devices, you, comfort is the absolute key. If someone is comfortable. And I can even tell that, and I guess that's where I was going with my knee description. When I would put it on my knee and I would think, okay, that's good. I'm going to turn it up a couple of notches. And it didn't hurt. And it wasn't that I could take it, but I just knew that I was pumping plenty of energy in there. And then I got to thinking about it, thinking, yeah, I'll turn it down. But that's where the variance comes in. You can always apply as much energy that is comfortable but then I would come back in all cases and alter the attachment and alter the intensity. So the, the area, the tendons, the cartilage, the muscle tone of the, on the animal gets that energy because it's there so it can be comfortable and it can better do its job. Now, if you're talking about a, a break and things are healing and you want to run it higher and it's not causing any issue and it's not causing any, you know, when I'm, when I, did my MCL again, it's, it, I can see on the ultrasound from Dr. Bard, it was inflamed. And, and you, you're going to go in there and pulse that you want to do it in a manner that you, it's kind of like, if you go get a massage, you're going to, that's plenty, you know, so they're going to massage. So it's comfortable to help the blood flow and help the whole area. You know that from experience, but it, you always err on the side or always go to the side of comfort. And uh, certainly on the extremities, on your ankles, your hands, your elbows, and things like that, the knee, you can go higher, particularly if there's soft tissue involved and you want to just, you want to get after it and give it as much energy as possible. But again, just don't be afraid to back it off occasionally and to be comfortable. There is no rule uh, what you have to do other than for me, comfort. And, and you'll know if your animal's comfortable. If they're comfortable, they're going to let, they're going to stay there and allow you to treat them. If they're uncomfortable, they're going to walk away. Now, and we always have that conversation while they're walking around. That's okay. 
I mean, if they're kind of doing like you would do if someone is massaging your back, you, oh, yeah, that, that's really good. You'll, you'll feel that or you'll do that. So that's kind of how, how to look at it. And, and so that, that would be the best way of approaching it. But you want to you gain that through your experience and your practice. There is no set rule of thumb. I know when we treat abscesses and treat feet on a horse, we'll turn it up very high and they just sit there and relax and like it. And so that's higher on the extremities than on the other areas of the body. The other areas of the body that there's a lot of muscle tissue on the, on the horse or whatever, and it's going to be uncomfortable for them because of the amount of tissue you're doing. Now, when you bring that down to the butterfly loop or the paddle, because it's smaller and you're doing less tissue, you can maybe go a little higher. If you've got a digital machine like the Semi 5, the Semi 10, the Semi 3s are, and the Maya, those devices have softer signals anyway. And so you can put a little more energy in more comfortably uh, as you in a more comfortable manner, as opposed to the spark chamber machines that have a little sharper signal. You get a little higher. They, they have a tendency to maybe be a little more uncomfortable to a particular area on an animal or whatever you're doing. So you just want to provide the comfort uh, that you can uh, with them. Hope that helps. Any other uh, questions? Um, let me know with regard to that. So that, that's uh, Perfect. Would you use an infrared sauna before or after a PEMF treatment? Asking for myself, human. Well, at, at Vivify, uh, what we do is quite often the people will sauna first. They'll get that good light therapy into their body and get things going and then treat after. Does it make any difference? No. You can treat before, go into the sauna, and treat. What I was doing for my knee, I was doing, I did, let's see, what was the process? We did the concentrated cryotherapy directly on the knee first. Then I went into the cryo chamber to cool the whole body to get it. And we did that because you don't want to overcool the knee before you do the handheld. So we didn't do the, the cryo first. We did the handheld first, went to the full cryo chamber. Then I did Normatec with MagnaWave underneath the Normatec compression uh, leg covers. And it, it was just amazing. I mean, the first day I went in there after this happened, I could hardly walk. And when I left there, I was walking very comfortably. Where I had my problem was to pivot. As long as I kept my leg going straight. But when I tried to curve my knee or, or go like that, that's when I had my initial pain. Today, it's better than it's been for the last three weeks. And, uh, and I'm continuing to uh, use the applications uh, from Vivify. But to, to go to your question, you can do it either way. And some people have a preference. Somebody would, some people prefer to have the infrared first, get the body flowing, get everything loosened up, then come back with the MagnaWave to help get after the inflammation in the area that you're dealing with. And that's fine. So really what's comfortable to you and uh, some people may be more comfortable. Um, it, it just, it really varies from person to person. In theory, you can treat yourself with MagnaWave, do the uh, red light sauna or the infrared sauna, and then do MagnaWave after, if you so desire, to provide good comfort to the area and a good sense of well-being to your body and uh, use it in, in that type of situation. There you go, Tiffany. Thanks for asking. Uh, Kim's with us. Hello to everyone. 
Uh, let's see if we have any other questions here on CastBox. Those of you on CastBox with us, thank you. We're glad you're here today. Let me go back over here and check the phone. Someone could have sent a message. Oh, Leilani is uh, questioning. Let's see. Thank you, Pat. Holistically, can you make your own organic itching topical cream? Uh, oh, she's talking about how you can make your own itchy topical cream. Use Bragg's vinegar, two tablespoons, virgin coconut oil, warm and mix to a creamy consistency, then apply three or four times a day. Does not hurt dogs and uh, will and that will lick it off. Coconut is good for animals. Hey, that's let me uh, see if I can get and we're going to post this. I'll copy it, get it to uh, to Emily and the crew in marketing, and uh, we'll post this uh, for you all to uh, maybe I can copy it right now and do that. Put it here in the. Let me. Sorry, but I'm going to copy this. All right, let's copy that. Let's uh, ring up Leilani. Can't connect your call. Okay, for some reason can't place that call, but that's okay. We'll do it. Let's see, did she give me a different number? Let's see, 922. No, she, that's the number that I, for some reason it can't place the call, Leilani. I'm sorry. Um but I will come up here and post the uh, cream that folks can uh, deal with. Let's see if that goes. There it is. So there's an, there's an organic mixture that you can create yourself for itch, itching and uh, have a look at that. Um, dog, okay, so it's, it's actually put it into three or four posts. All right. Uh, there you go. Great to have on hand. Paws, etc. inside and out for animals. There you go, folks. Have a look at that. If it'll help you out. Thanks, Leilani. All right. Um, let's see if there's anybody else who's calling over here. Nope, that's quiet. Um, let's see if there's any other questions here. Oh, here's a question from Katie. How often can you work on a hoof that might have an abscess? Uh, as often as you'd like. Uh, typically, if it's an abscess, abscess that's ready to, to go, but it's still causing a problem back in the beginning when we first started uh, uh, doing this, um, we, would treat at, we would treat as high as we, the horse would allow us. We would treat it all the way up if possible for six to eight minutes, and we would see abscesses pull in two or three treatments. Um, when we had an abscess, when the semi three first came out, uh, Joanne had a horse with an abscess and we went and treated the horse three times with the semi three uh, on high for 30 minutes each and the abscess pulled very nicely. And, and so there was a weaker machine used a little longer time with using the Max again or the Maya, uh, even the Julian or the Soul Pro, some of these different devices, you can treat it six to eight minutes as high as the machine will go and you'll get a, a quicker result from that type of situation. But you can treat, if you've got that type of issue uh, with a hoof, you can certainly treat it in initially a couple of times a day if you desire, or at least every day for three or four or five days to, until you get the result that you're looking for. And sometimes it's, it's a situation that it's going to take more. I mean, I can't say that, oh, you're going to treat this hoof and the abscess is going to pull after two treatments. We see a lot of that and we've seen a lot of that. 
uh, when Busy first di did that, uh, Busy was a, uh, uh, I've talked about her before. She, I was in St. Louis and uh, treating horses and she wanted me to treat her horse and I was going to the ring at three o'clock and I treated the horse at two o'clock and the horse didn't care if it ever went to the ring and didn't want to do anything when it got to the ring. But the next day the horse performed like a like an Olympic champion and uh, busy was one of the early uh, supporters and purchased a machine and began uh, treating horses and treating her own horses. And she's the one that uh, said, well, let's treat this abscess this way. And what she did is she took the butterfly coil, raised up the foot and put the butterfly coil right on the bottom of the foot and turned that machine up all the way. And that, and it was just boom, 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 uh, going. And after two treatments, bingo. Uh, it pulled the abscess and everybody was happy and the veterinarians loved it. And, and away we went and uh, busy called me and said, Hey, this is what I'm doing. And you might want to start talking about this and trying it out. And I started trying it on horses that I was working with at the time. And it, it made a, a huge difference. And so you can do that in those types of areas. So uh, let's see, how long can you, uh, there you go. You can do it that way. Um, let's see if there's any other questions pain relief. All right. I don't see any other questions. We're getting close on time. Let me check the phone again, see if there's anybody come back there. Nope. We're quiet there. We're quiet on CastBox. So uh, we've had some good uh, interaction today. I certainly appreciate everyone being here. Great questions. Uh, great sharing of information from our practitioners. We really enjoy that and love that when that, uh, when that certainly happens. And uh, so we're very thankful of that. So, hey, um, let me make sure I got the right thing here. Um, there we go. I want to thank you for being with me. Uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, the MagnaWave Office Hours. And I just love uh, talking with you and sharing information with you. So with that, wave on to better health. We love you guys. Have a great week and a great day. Bye-bye.